Hi, I'm Scott Pilgrim. It's my privilege to serve as the Executive Director of Global Interaction. And thanks for your ongoing partnership and support across our Australian Baptist movement. Every day in my role, I'm privileged to receive correspondence, communication, feedback from our workers around the world and our partners across the nation. And I was struck by the, uh, the beauty and the power of our partnership again recently. In the space of a few minutes, I, uh, I opened uh, a letter, uh, yes, a handwritten letter, uh, snail mail, we still receive it, from one of our older partners, long-term supporters. And within minutes of opening that letter, uh, I opened uh, an email uh, sent from a teenager, the, the son of one of our Global Interaction workers in Malawi, uh, with a, uh, a Google Drive video link. To be honest, at my age, I found it much easier to open the envelope and read the letter. But as I looked at those two communications together, I was struck by both the diversity and yet the unity of the partnership that we celebrate across our Australian Baptist movement and across global interaction. On one hand, there was the age difference, an older supporter and a teenager, people in different countries, people with different stories from different backgrounds, and yet united in this support of the compelling vision that moves us forward, that drives us forward as a mission people across our Baptist movement, but particularly at Global Interaction. That compelling vision of what we see, vibrant faith communities following Jesus in their own distinctive ways. That vision, that desire, that passion to see people across the globe discover the good news of Jesus in ways that make sense to them in their own culture. The reality that many might never hear the good news unless we, our Baptist movement within Australia, sent workers to share with them in their own culture, their own language, their own community. The letter that I opened was from one of our long-term partners. Bob was writing to tell me that his wife of 60 years, Margaret, had passed away. And in the sadness, he described with beautiful words his relationship with his wife. But he told me about her absolute commitment to global interaction. She'd raised funds in a local church. She'd been on a mission committee. Uh, she'd given generously despite their humble means. But how about this? Bob wrote, every day of their married life, his wife had prayed for a global interaction worker. I kind of jumped off the page at me. The power of partnership, the power of commitment, the absolute dedication of that woman. And then within minutes of reading that letter, I opened the video that uh, Tim had sent from Malawi. Tim, one of our intercultural workers, Tim and Mel with their boys who've been on the ground in Malawi now for more than 12 years. And in this video, Tim unpacks what God is doing in Malawi. He tells the story of Dorbu and how uh, the disciple making is moving from one generation to the next. It's a wonderful story. Tim has been on the ground for 12 years, investing himself in the Yao, in this least reached people group and seeing people come to faith and now local leaders rising up and passing on the faith, discipling others. And here was Dorbu, a young man about to lead his first Bible study sitting anxiously next to his wife in, in their context, in their village, local people. He picked a passage in Ezekiel, good challenge for a young Bible study leader. 
And in his own language, in his own way, in his own culture, he leads his people. And Tim says, standing aside with a smile on his face, how thankful to God he was because here is the vision being realised. His vibrant faith communities growing and flourishing, following Jesus in own distinctive ways. And suddenly the two kind of came together. Here was the letter. And here was a faithful woman who for 60 years has prayed for the realisation of our vision. And here was Tim and Mel and their boys in Malawi seeing the fruit of that vision, the power of partnership, the power of partnership. And, and to see that happen in Malawi, to see it happen in Silk Road, to see it happen in embryonic ways in Indochina where we're now working, to see it happen across Central Australia, across the world. We need each other. As a Baptist movement, we are mission people and we're called to work together, to collaborate, to cooperate, to cheer each other on. As much as we invite you into partnership with us in Global Interaction, we want to cheer you on in your local setting, in your local church community, as you navigate the challenges of a pandemic, as you work in an ever-changing community, we want to stand together in partnership, supporting each other in mission. At the heart of who we are at Global Interaction, our people, our passionate, humble, called, sent workers, and our partners, faithful people, men and women, churches across our movement, who join together realising that we're better together, that we need each other, and the power of partnership as we support what God is doing around the world. Today we celebrate the opportunity and the potential of vibrant communities partnering together. Vibrant communities locally, vibrant communities globally, partnering together, sharing the love and the hope of Jesus. You know, as I read our history, and as I've worked through in my first year in the role at Global Interaction, so many wonderful stories, I realise that partnership is at our heart. It's one of our core values. It's really vital to the story of 140 years, the unfolding mission story of Global Interaction. You go back to October 1882, a different time, a different world. But there was Ellen Arnold's and Mary Gilbert's and their desire people of audacious, bold faith, these two women who stepped out, who accepted God's gracious invitation to mission to travel all the way from South Australia to India at the time. But they didn't do it alone. They did it with the support of family and friends, local church communities, partners, supporters, people who shared in that audacious faith vision. And it wasn't about them. They knew that God was already at work in India. They accepted God's gracious invitation as partners in the gospel. And together they began what is the global interaction faith story. Today, we're invited to look afresh, locally and globally, at what God is doing in our midst. We're invited afresh to consider what is God's gracious invitation to me individually, to you as a family, a local church, for us as a movement of churches for us at Global Interaction. Where is God at work? Where is God calling us into his mission? Are we excited and ready to embrace that gracious invitation? But that powerful reminder that we're called to do it together. The power of partnership, 
locally and globally. Over the past 12 months, Romans chapter 16 has become one of my favourite passages of Scripture. I've got it here before me and it's scribbled with lots of different colours of ink all over it. It's, it's Paul's PS, if you like. It's his postscript to his letter to the Roman church. You read you know, the book of Romans as a whole and it's this lofty, grand letter. You know, great redemptive uh, theology describing who God is and unpacking grace and salvation and sin and the church. And then we get to the end of the letter and it's like we get this PS. It takes me back to that handwritten letter from Bob. When I was a kid, I used to love writing to my cousins. I lived in Newcastle, they lived in Canberra. It seemed a long way away in those days. And we'd write to each other. I'd write a letter, they'd write back, I'd write, they'd write. And I used to love writing on every letter, P.S. And we'd outdo each other. Who could have P.S., P.S.S., P.S.S.S. As we kept adding to the letter and shared our, our love and our relationship with each other. It's like Romans 16 is Paul's P.S. He finishes this lofty letter and he celebrates the power of partnership. He remembers his friends in the gospel. He reminds them and us today of, of the power of being together and our need for each other. You know, in 16 verses, he offers just 27 names, but they quickly come off the tongue. They're people he knows, they're people he loves, they're relationships that he cherishes. People like Andronicus and Urbanus, Persis, Hermas, Triophena and Amplitas. My uh, nine-year-old boy, Arlington, likes to sometimes say, Dad, why did you give me such a strange name? I say to him, Arlie, go back and read Romans 16. You won't complain about your name. 27 names. And what is Paul celebrating? As we look at each of these names and unpack their stories, as I've been doing over the past 12 months, let me encourage you to go and read the passage again today, this week, Romans 16. Find out more about these 27 people. What does Paul celebrate? He celebrates the power of partnership. The mission of God in the hands of ordinary people. Some names that we, we never hear of again in scripture, but how every one of them plays their part in God's mission in that place at that time as the kingdom is advanced. We remind ourselves, we look to Romans 16, that partnership always begins with God's gracious invitation. As I said before, mission is not what we do. It's of God born out of God's heart and character, born out of God's love, God's call and his gracious invitation that someone ordinary like me, privileged to be called to become the hands and feet of Jesus in this beautiful but broken world, to take the hope of Jesus to others in my neighbourhood or across the globe as we do a global interaction. As we think about partnership, as we dig into Romans 16, as we think about the power of partnership, what jumps out from the page? Can I offer you these points very quickly today as we celebrate the privilege of being partners in mission together? What do we see? We see it's a partnership birthed in purpose. Paul writes that his friends are co-workers in the ministry of Jesus Christ. Co-workers called to kingdom purpose. You know, when I got up this morning, I looked in the mirror I do that most days. I'm sure you do too. When I, when I look in the mirror every day, I, I look at my uh, image and I think, well, God, it's as good as it's going to get in terms of physical appearance. But quite seriously, 
I remind myself often as I look in the mirror that I am privileged to be called into the most noble, life-giving, purposeful initiative on earth, serving Jesus, being his hands and feet, esteemed with kingdom purpose. We're called into that together. Tim and Mel in Malawi, Bob and Margaret back here in Australia, but together the power of partnership called to kingdom purpose. When we look at our partnership, we're called to personal relationships. Uh, what I love about Romans 16 is we get 27 names, real people, real names, real relationships. We read the depth of love. We read the depth of Christ-like love in those relationships. You know, when you invest in partnership with Global Interaction, you're not buying into a project. You're not buying into an enterprise or a new initiative, as important as they are. You're investing in people, in real people, in called sent workers, in people who've obediently responded to the call of God upon their life to take the good news to people around the globe. People like Tim and Mel, people like Matt and Shannon in Central Australia, Ben and Petra in Silk Road, uh, people like Sally in Mozambique or Pete and Gnomes in Central Asia. The power of partnership is born in personal relationship as we come alongside those people, as we pray for them, as we stand with them, as we journey through the highs and lows of their ministry, just like we go through the highs and lows in our own life. Partnership with purpose. Partnership born out of personal relationship. Partnership that is focused on prayer. One of our alumni, one of my mentors, Dr. Stuart Robinson, writes that nothing of consequence happens without prayer. Nothing of consequence happens without prayer. You know, global interaction has experienced many consequential things and suddenly I stop and I remind myself of Margaret praying every day for 60 years for our global interaction workers. In Romans 1.9, Paul says, I pray day and night. I bring your needs before our Father God. One of the most powerful things that you can do this year one of the most practical things you can do this year, one of the most consequential things you can do this year is become a prayer partner with us at Global Interaction in 2021. As we pray for your church community, as we pray for mission across Australia, will you join us in praying for our workers and God's mission across the world? Purpose, personal relationships, prayer, but then we see practical action. We see in Romans 16, these people support each other. There's hospitality, there's the sharing of meals, there's generosities, there's a the sharing of finances. It's, it's the rubber hits the road stuff of investing in the vision, of investing in what God calls us to in partnership. When I was in uh, Townsville recently, I had the opportunity to sit with Tim and Mel. And as we celebrated what God is doing in Malawi, there I was in Townsville. And what did I see? Their local church, Northreach a church that financially supports them, generously, generously supports our work. But more than that, here was a group of people from that church community mowing lawns and cleaning a house, preparing a space for Tim and Mel and their boys to live in. It was practical action. It was roll your sleeves up, commitment to supporting that kingdom cause, to supporting the work of global interaction. The reality is that we can only do what we do. We can only do it together 
as partners in ministry with the generous financial and practical support of our partners across the country. So can I say thank you today? Thank you for your support. Thank you for your generosity. But can I invite you to prayerfully consider how you can continue to invest in our people in the midst of a pandemic that we can take the good news to people around the globe. And finally, we see potential. What jumps out from me in Romans 16 is 27 names, the mission of God in the hands of ordinary people, but then where did these people go? They became disciple makers. They planted churches. They birthed vibrant faith communities of followers of Jesus, people who followed Jesus in their own distinctive ways. One of them I read, Amplitas, goes on to take the gospel to Bulgaria and is celebrated today. You look at these names, you celebrate partnership, and what do we see? We see kingdom potential. We celebrate 140 years of what God has been doing, global interaction, but we know God is not finished with us yet. We know the story has new chapters to be written. As we recruit new workers, as new partners join us, as our mission reinvigorates together around mission locally and globally, God has so much more for us. And the gracious invitation that we're called to be a part of it. We're called to be a part of it together. I can't wait to sit in the red dirt in Malawi and Mozambique with Tim and Mel and see firsthand what God is doing. Across the world, we hear wonderful stories of God at work, even in the midst of a pandemic. We hear wonderful stories of what God is doing in our church communities across Australia, reinventing ourselves in terms of mission and reaching out as, as good neighbours, loving our community. We're a part of that together. What do we see as we look ahead? Vibrant faith communities following Jesus in their own distinctive ways. In some places, we're well down the track. That vision is being realised. In other places, it's embryonic. One or two people coming to Jesus, but one or two people who could change a community, who could change a nation, who could change a generation. It began with two women and an audacious vision, a faith commitment and bold partnership. Here in 2021, let's lock arms together Let's join afresh. As Baptists across Australia, we are a mission people. At the heart of mission, partnership. God's gracious invitation to join him in our communities and across the world. And the power of what we can do together. A people with purpose. A people who can invest in personal relationships. A people who can pray. A people who can generously respond with practical action and giving are people who can sit back and say, God, what more do you have for us as a mission people across this nation and across the world? The bottom line is Global Interaction chooses to work amongst the 40% population across the globe who otherwise might never hear the good news of Jesus. And yet only 2%, 2% of the church's worldwide resources allocated to that work. That's not fair. That's not right. But it's why we choose to be where we are. Seeing lives transformed one at a time, seeing faith communities emerge, seeing new indigenous local leadership arise like Dorbu, 
leading his Bible study in Malawi. We're in this together. Will you join us as we continue to pursue this audacious vision with bold faith, partners together in the gospel locally and globally? God bless you.